0: You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and term supply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome
2: one and all to the Back of the Nets Preview Podcast. I'm your host, Terrence Ford. And yes, we got our first point of the season. We won't talk loads about that because there was a review show last night, Heskiff, um, which have covered all our content, so we've got nothing to talk about. So,
1: yeah, in the, pod. In, in the chat, when Terence always asks us, you know, is there anything we want to talk about? Everything that was listed off has already been ticked off by the review show. So, cheers, guys.
2: So, based on that, Albert, today is National Thrift Shop Day, or... Charity shop day, if you will. Um, got any palace bargains you want to tell
3: us about? Uh, none from a charity shop, unfortunately. Um, I think the it's hard to think of of palace related bargains because everything's so expensive nowadays, isn't it? In terms of football, and I don't, I don't, I don't trawl eBay for prog- programs or stuff like that. You know, I'm not that sad. Um, Easy. You, <laughs> So you've got an app, haven't you? You downloaded an app today, has and You're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, we'll we'll come to that. I haven't. We'll come to that. Carry on. <laughs> the only thing I can think of that's very good value for money is, if, and that's that's if you can get them. And I haven't been to Sellers this season yet. Is the chicken goujons in the White Horse Lane end of the ground? But you know, you got to get there really early for those. What are they like funneling them in from? Um... Uh
2: God, the um chicken the shop Mollies. names, escaped me. No, not more leasty. Um oh Jesus, the one that with the white smoke coming out of the room. Tasty jerk. Tasty, tasty
3: jerk, tasty what's, tasty. what's wrong with me? Mate, you don't get you don't get goujons in Tasty Jerk. Get what are you on about? <laughs> <laughs> Although a a jerk chicken goujon would be quite good. Now you come to mention it. But I'm not gonna be the one to suggest they do it. I can't imagine that going down well in there.
1: Especially if you go in wearing your baseball cap like that, mate. Um... (laughs) (laughs) That's a legitimately good visual gag for anyone listening.
2: Um, Charity. We gave some bloody charity to 12 years ago today. News broke that we were signing Edgar Davids. Wow. Yeesh. 12 years. I was so excited. I know this because my Facebook memories today told me. I was not very my, excited.
3: Not my, my favourite left back that's ever played for Palace.
2: <laughs> I mean, he might be up there with the worst, like the very worst.
3: You wouldn't say that to his face, though, would you?
2: Well, no, because he's about five foot five, so coming up to about <laughs> to his head. <laughs> oh right. Anyway, let's let's do beer check. Albert, you're drinking a beer. Good stuff.
3: Yes. I am I uh, had we had some friends around today they brought some beers because we're all unemployed at the moment it's great. Uh and this is an Estrella Galithia. I don't know Astraea if it's the same Galicia. as Redfield. Regular... Yeah, I don't know if it's a spin off of regular Estrella or if it's an, a new cat in town but it's pretty good. It's pretty inoffensive which you know is my main name in a beer unlike you. What, what, you, what are you rating it out of five? Um, a solid four. That's that's very good, Terence. What does yeah. what does your app say? To, I, of I was I was trying to I was trying to think of what four was in Spanish, and I couldn't think of it, so I just oh, had no, to say that four. Cuatro, tre- cuatro,
2: cuatro. What what's the beer called again? What did you say it was called? Uh,
3: don't make me say it again. Australia. Australia. I, is it a hard C? Is it a soft C? Galicia. Galithia, Galicia. 3 one point, for sure. 3.15 on Untappd. One thing's for sure. We're definitely not going to get a, a deal with them because I can't pronounce it. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. Heskiff, what you got?
1: Uh, I, oh, I was trying to think of something funny or just a lie, but I'm just drinking water. The Australians are going to be all over you again, mate. I know, I know. And unsurprisingly, I had a red stripe earlier. I don't. I'm a creature of <laughs> habit.
3: I right, thought you were okay. a bit punchy.
1: <clears throat> so I've
2: got beer number two from the Tiny Rebel Birthday Box, and it's a mixed berry double fruzy sour, apparently. So
3: I'm sorry, sorry. What was that? I'm mixed, so sorry. Mixed berry... Double Fruzy yeah, think, sour. Yeah, it's the, it's the double Fruzy that I want to. I want to. What's a what's a single Fruzy? <laughs> yeah, let alone a double fruzy. Uh
2: The what problem fruzy with these, bir- these birthday ones is there's no blurb, um, mate. So mate, the I've name
3: got. of the name of the beer is fucking long enough. It doesn't need a blurb.
2: <laughs> um, oh, you can see this. It's like a pinky red. Look
1: at this coming out.
3: Oh yeah, that can look if- like. A- Double
2: Do you fruzy. if they went,
1: yeah. went for the hat trick and got a triple fruzy, that'd be one fruzy too many. Mate,
3: never, never, never go triple fruzy.
1: Never. Fair enough. Mate. Right.
2: There's no coming well, back from that. Now, I know everyone's interested as to what it's going to taste like. So, while I taste it, I'm just going to play you this clip from last week's podcast first. Anderson will just bully that Nunez or whatever his name is up front, um, like he did to. Uh, Jesus, who got more increasingly wound up as the game went on. So I got sad. Anderson was unbelievable in that game. Oh and man, I, he I, was. I was just about to say, he was I just love, him. love him. Love him. I want to be him. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be able to play like him. I want his dress sense, like everything about him. Love the bloke. Fucking all you,
3: you want to be bullied by him.
2: I, I'll be bullied by him, yeah.
3: Yeah, fair enough. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>
2: R- rinse and repeat, basically, for this week, all right? Mm. Fruzy indeed. <laughs> what a man! I would love to drink some double mixed berry double fruzy sours with Anderson. It's delicious, by the way. Tastes like in a summer's day in a beer garden. Oh,
3: amazing! Ah, yeah. mm. oh, but you nah. don't get convinced. <laughs> no. Oh. It looks like a fucking pint glass of like Robinson's summer fruit, yeah vim but, the, but the but the pint glass hasn't quite been rinsed since the last time it was washed, and it's formed a bit of a <laughs> fairly <laughs> liquid head
2: well, yeah, but it may look like all of those things. It's very accurate, however, it is also very delicious, so there you go. I fully
1: recommend it. Um,
2: what,
1: what I want to know what the score on your app is for that.
3: It's three point eight six. So getting up than, there. That's that's better than yours, Albert. Hmm. Well, mine's got no fruzy. That's the problem. Nah. Um, error. Yeah. Big error. But the, right? It's
2: gonna it's gonna go up now when I add my four point five rating to it. So. Um... <laughs> yeah, They're not going to shag you, mate. <laughs> they might send us some more free beer though you never know <laughs> we might. just hammer it home i've got eight more to go that's 10 podcasts worth of tiny rebel beers and yeah. by the end of it they might just send us some cost of living crisis mate we've got to try something to get beer around here
3: yeah, but you're mentioning it you're going to mention it for 10 podcasts in a row for free So <laughs> any, anyone that then decides to send you free product from that company is a moron because you've already done it, you've done the work for them. You need to be a bit more hard, you know, play hard I'm to get.
2: Doing, I'm doing the work in loose so they can just give me the beers
1: for mm. it. If that's yeah. if yeah. that's yeah. A, if that's the way we're going, can I just say that I've been eating revels all evening? So revels. I
3: thought you were going to big up Thames water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not going to big up Thames water.
2: Uh, I'm um, trying to trying
3: to get some money off your bill. Yeah.
2: Um. Yeah. Octopus energy. I'm using your electricity here. Can you um reduce my bill, please? By yeah. Um, in okay. fact, don't don't reduce it. Just don't increase it anymore.
1: How, that, that's running water, do. cheap energy, awesome revels. I'll take any of the three.
2: Like come October, we're gonna we're gonna have to we're gonna have to record this podcast through some plastic cups and a piece of string. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, but Revels, I do like the sound of Revels, I tell you that much. Um, Tiny Revels. Is... Oh, goodness. We should just end it there, end the pod there. It's all over. And, who said, and who
3: said we had nothing to talk about? <laughs>
2: <laughs> international
3: Bullshit Day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> mm. I mean, some of those international days are bullshit, as we discovered. 18th, um, so. Eighteenth of August, which will be Thursday um, of listening to this podcast, the day it comes out. What was it? National Ice Cream Pie Day, National yep. Fajita Day, mm-hmm. yep. National Pinot Noir Day, and National Mal Order Catalog Day.
3: <laughs> Mate, what what did you ref- what did you say it was like, Albert? It was. It's, it's like uh, like an apprentice task when they have to come up with a an occasion or a greetings card and. <laughs> really scraping the barrel with mail or the catalog or ice cream wasn't there i love feet day didn't you say there was that as well that's, yeah
2: that uh, day of recording wednesday the 17th
3: yeah oh, that's today yeah. i love
2: feet I, I love my feet day my feet specifically my feet
3: you couldn't have that the same day as the fajita day because there's someone's bound to get confused yeah yeah mm. no not feet fajita oh sorry <laughs> I'm at the. i'm sorry i'm at the wrong party <laughs> could you please put your shoes on and leave <laughs> oh anyway what was your my... thrift what was your what was your what was your charity shot? oh my, my my charity
2: well um i did think of a bunch of players See that t-shirt you're, like... you're wearing <laughs> no, this is... Ooh, just, <laughs> just a white t-shirt from primark like what do you want from me um... and
3: i was just wearing my fucking hat but you had to have a hop. <laughs> um,
2: well, you know, I got a what must be a one of one 2004 white goalkeeper top with no sponsor on off of eBay for 20 quid. So it was, I think it was the Premier League season, Spironi's yes. first, first season. It was yeah. like white, white with like a red and blue stripe down here. And yeah, no sponsor. Um, yeah, I, so can was, just about,
3: was... I can just about envisage him wearing it when uh, was it Marcus? Was if, it Marcus? Ben, Kevin, or, Campbell. Kevin Campbell. Kevin Campbell. <laughs> yeah, some second another second-rate Everton striker absolutely mugging him off. Well, he mugged himself off, really, didn't he? But mm. it worked I out. In the end. Yeah, I feel he he, he he amassed so much credit after that. I, I in fact I almost want to ask for that bit to be edited out.
2: Al <laughs> <laughs> Albert hates Julian Sroney, I think, is how well um called it. The that, one that, would name be the, that would
3: be the click, that would be the clickbait headline if we were Arsenal fan TV or something.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Um Okay. Well anyway, now but you blew my segue out of the water, so I'm just gonna have to go straight into it. Um, on on my exodus from um, Northern Away games since having kids. Um, of course, I had to watch Liverpool game from home on Monday night, and I got a text from my neighbour after Zaha scored. He lives three stories above me and in, in three flats above me, and he could hear me,
3: could hear me celebrating. That's interesting because I had the complete opposite experience. I watched it. I went up to Northampton to watch it with my brother in like a sports club, and I was so convinced so convinced it was going to get ruled out for offside that I didn't even acknowledge it had happened. I literally (laughs) stayed. I literally just sat in my chair like, nah, it's getting ruled off. And it was only about four minutes later when they played another replay that I kind of retrospectively celebrated it. I was convinced they were going to call it for offside. Describe this um,
2: sports club to me in Northampton. I'm getting Phoenix Night vibes
3: uh it wasn't it was it was like a it's quite large it's a it's like a snooker hall and a sports club and there was there was about 85 fucking tvs talking of like octopus energy i'd hate to see their <laughs> their energy bill in there for only about probably 40 people watching it quite a few of them Liverpool fans which was uh unsurprising was, think, considering
2: yeah. you were in Northampton
3: in Northampton and there but there was there was one guy one guy who wasn't wasn't a friend of us, honestly. Who came in like pal- Palace kit and was was giving it plenty, which was nice Al- to see. Albert,
1: it's Y'all. none of us think you've got friends. You didn't need to put that in there. You're fine.
3: No, it's fine. No, it's fine. Um, and uh, funnily enough, a bit early, I had uh, had fajitas whilst watching it as well. So, wow, oh. but it was quite nice because the you know they were Liverpool, they were Liverpool fans, but you know none of them sounded particularly scouse. Uh, and I'd got the train up so I could have a few beers. So it was it was quite nice just being quite vocal, uh and having them with no ability to say anything, kind of just leaving with tails between their legs at the end. That's quite nice.
2: What's 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 going on in an Albert Fajita? Uh,
3: nothing out of the ordinary. This feels like a leading question.
2: <laughs> it's it's not a leading question. You just you know, you're very passionate about how you like your foods and drinks.
3: Oh well, all right. Well, seeing as you've mentioned it, uh, no cheese, in, <laughs> no cheese in a fajita for me. Thank you very much. Guacamole, sour cream, salsa, jalapenos, and the aforementioned fajita filling. You know, chicken, beef, pork, maybe a vegetarian With one.
2: With the bread, you like the edges to be a little bit crispy.
3: The bread. My wife's gonna be hey. have, my wife's gonna <laughs> having a heart attack no. listening to this. Mate, you're gonna get there's a hit on you now. You're gonna you're gonna get whacked. Um, uh The torti- the tortilla, do you mean? <laughs> yeah, that's with bread, what? Like, come on. Oh my mate, he's doubled down on it. Can you believe it? He's got double no. he's gone fucking he's gone double frozy on his whacky Mexican food college.
1: Do you know what's going to happen, though, is Vanessa's going to have a go at me for not having a go at him enough. <laughs> That's what's going to happen.
2: I've just spat double fruzy all over <laughs> my phone.
3: Oh. <laughs> that was a wasted uh, mouthful
2: of 4.5 out of 5 beer, Heskett. Shit. Uh,
3: yeah, I like all... Me- I, 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 and if you must know, I had me- I had Mexican for lunch. well. Oh, thanks very much. Um, slow-cooked lamb in tortillas, not bread. Please don't kill me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm all about it. Uh, okay.
2: <clears throat> Heskiff, have you seen this picture? I think it's from Burnley, where <laughs> they've got covers over two seats in the stand because have been banned for
1: persistent standing i have seen that and uh when i saw it my question was was that their seat that they've been banned from and that's why they're not there or have they put covers over a seat saying banned for persistent standing and no one's standing there because there's covers over the seats no i think they've done it as a
2: warning so this is kind of like these people are gone now they're banned because they were persistently
1: standing. I think it was their seats. The, ir- the irony is, if it is actually their seats and there's covers over it, they're going to have to stand, because they can't sit down.
2: <laughs> well, after that last segment, I'm a bit worried, mate, that Vanessa's seat might have that for <laughs> ban for G V H Of a fellow fan. I'm sorry, Vanessa. I, I do apologise. I know the difference between bread and the tortilla.
1: <laughs> I'm in trouble, guys. I didn't even do anything wrong.
2: <laughs> oh, dearie me. Also this week on Twitter, there's been ex-Palace players raving about current Palace players. So um, Barry Bannon had some very nice words to say about Eberesha um, Eze. Albert, I'm sure you saw this trawling, trawling through Twitter. Do you, not, do you still follow the Scottish Messi? Uh,
3: I think so. Yeah, I haven't quite... I haven't got around to unfollowing at that point. Um, <laughs> you just see these things. I don't. You don't have to be following people. You know, retweeting, liking. It just comes up on the uh, on the timeline, like like a lot of palace uh, content that I don't want to see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah t- <laughs> it's better than Instagram though.
2: At least you actually get stuff you want to see versus Instagram just giving you a load of guff. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Well, Barry Bannon said, "Eze is a lovely footballer to watch. Proper player.
3: Can't 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 disagree with him. Again, it's 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 strange. Obviously, we didn't get to see a lot of him last season, but just in that Liverpool game, I don't know. I don't know how he does it. He he just looks like he's moving quite slowly. Mm. Like when it when it, when he when he picks up a bit of momentum and sort of glides, sort of you know 15, 20 yards across the pitch. It kind of looks like it's happening in slow motion. He's kind of." It's like he's on, on he's on some sort of harness on a wire and he's kind of just like gliding. Yeah. But it's just it's just so silky. It's I don't know, it's it's yeah. fascinating to watch. I was just Enjoy. gonna dr-
1: drop in a reference, a sort of cultural nerdy reference there about how he glides around. But I think the Venn diagram, people who listen to this and people who watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer is pretty. Is pretty unlikely.
3: It's, me. <laughs> it's, <Yeah. me. laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: it's It's you and the producer Samantha that's available. Right, well, this is from producer Samantha. It's like the gentleman from series four. Moving cut on. Cut it out. <laughs> cut it, cut it, cut <laughs> it, cut, <laughs> it, cut, <laughs> it, cut <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah it's, uh,
3: it's, it's lovely to watch. Mm. Not Buffy. Sorry, I'm talking about Eze, not Buffy. Fuck buff- uh, uh,
1: uh, uh, I <laughs> oh, forget it. I'm out.
2: Yeah. Buffy was lovely to watch in Cruel Intentions. Yes. Great actor. <laughs> uh, Yannick Bellassi, on the other hand, was also raving, this time about Zaha. Heskif he said, Zaha is one of the big boys in the Prem. Don't let anyone tell you any different. The quality and fight he brings to Palace is something special. If I'm going to war, I'm taking him with me. 37,000 likes. I got very,
1: like, pumped up when I read that. I would go to war for Wilf. I don't need him to come to war with
3: me. I'll go to war for him. You stay there, mate. I'll go.
1: Yeah. That's I'm not going to last long, Wilf, but it's the thought that counts.
3: Uh, cut cut, cut <laughs> to you at war going, fuck, fuck did I say that for? Yeah, Jesus. I've got a f- fucking splinter. I can't do this. <laughs> That's
2: me. Uh, I, that's, no, what no, no, that's, I what that's what i'd say to anderson i'm not going to last long but i'll do it anyway <laughs> are you still talking uh, about war <laughs> yes but of course we'd all go to war for Wilf because he's the king that's what people do we're law subjects go to war for the king it's
1: yeah. it's so good to it's so good to read like yeller's obviously yeah like yeller still loves palace you he's always tweeting putting stuff on instagram about us but just anytime he tweets about wilf like instant smile, like love that those two still massively love each other. So always good when I see that, especially when like Wilf gets so much shit from random people on Twitter. It's just nice to hear Yala shut them all down.
2: Mm. And of course Yalla has a goal at Anfield himself for Palace in that 2-1 win. Was that a Sunday night? Was it the one Scott Dunn scored the winner? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Good times. Hopefully now returning to our visits to Anfield after stemming the tide of 10 defeats in a row on Monday night. Um, Jez Raksaki, he went on loan to um, a League One club this week.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Which is um, excellent stuff from the, from the club there. Refusing to write Charlton in anything they did. <laughs> <laughs> whilst, you know comparing it to the other headlines where they did mention the club name every single time for all the other youth players that went out it's excellent stuff but um i was hoping he'd score brace in three two defeats for charlton but he um got the opening goal and uh hesk if they've been raving about him on charlton charlton tv exists apparently it's a thing and alan, alan kerbish he's a presenter who knew
1: yeah, mad. I, I, I'm not sure how many people watched that. can't imagine it's many because there certainly weren't many people in the ground. So, um, Well, maybe yeah, that's why a... there's not many people in the ground because they're all staying at home and watching Charlton yeah, TV. Glued to Alan Kerbishley. It's Is that it whole
2: 3pm kick-off. <laughs> it's all that 3pm kickoff theory come true. You see, <laughs> if, if you've got the perfect production, no one's going to come. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, that like I... I was sort of following um, Rich Crawley on Twitter, who writes for the South London Press, and he was sort of doing updates from the game and was just immediately said, Racksack is too good for this league. Like, he's just absolutely killing it. I saw some Plymouth fans just saying that he's, yeah, like, absolutely dominating them, basically. Um, got a stand in ovation when he got taken off. The Charlton fans tried to sing something like, Racksack is a red, he hates Palace, or some nonsense. But if <laughs> they, they really? carry on with that, yeah. Yeah, and if they carry on with that, we'll just we'll we'll have him back in January, and you can piss off. Oh um, my goodness! I, what have I just seen? Further proof that Albert has
2: the biggest queen of a wife going. What just happened, what? Albert?
3: What just uh, happened? Oh, a, a different beer is that? That's <laughs> yes. Spoiler alert! Uh, well, I don't want to walk off in the middle of you lot talking about the League One club. So, so I just dropped a little message to the wife, and and she brought me a, a another beer. It's, got, it's called love. Mm-hmm. It's a weird now. I for should a bit. try it sometime.
2: If if I dropped her a message to say, "Can you bring me a beer?" She'd say, "Get your fucking self."
3: Come on, do it. Just see what happens. Come on. <laughs> oh,
2: okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. No, Live...
3: don't. No, don't. We, 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 listen, we've already got Sam in the shit house. <laughs> yeah. <That's his> <laughs>
2: Let's see what happens. I'm um, I'm intrigued. I mean she is German after all, so she understands the need for beer, right? So, so just say just say bitter. Uh bitter. Uh, I've, John put,
3: you'll get, then? I've put yeah, bitter you, on yeah. you. Right yeah. You you got where I was going. Thanks. Fucking.
1: Thanks. Jesus.
3: <laughs> a double frozy bitter.
1: <laughs> well, I don't I'm not sure. I
2: mean, I don't even know what a strength of this is, but I'm feeling pretty pissed. Seven percent, there you go. Are
3: you feeling double woozy? <laughs>
2: <laughs> mm. well um, <laughs> yeah I've got nothing to say my head's gone but, cha- he's bowled it the, the door's opened
3: <gasps> oh, 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 <laughs> oh she thought we <laughs> <laughs> no no wait, wait sorry wait, wait 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 I'll give you a tenner if you call her back and say that's not the one I wanted <laughs> I'm not doing that. You know, not doing
1: that. It, you know what will happen if I was to text out to Vanessa? I get yeah. I get the post uh, the the post it that's reserved Isn't for Albert. It? He's done it. Why don't you try it? I've got my I've got my <laughs> filtered water. I'm absolutely fine. Can you? How about you message Owen? <laughs>
2: ask ask for some like chicken sauce and some peppers and cheese in some bread.
3: It's a round it. bread. I'm not doing it.
2: <laughs> can you cut the crust off so it's round? Thanks.
3: Yeah.
1: And then fold it in half. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sweating. We need to move on. <laughs> um. When
2: you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
0: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
2: Well, Jez Raksaki obviously comes from the Academy and um, <laughs> there's a Channel 4 documentary on about the youth team at the moment. Um, I think by the time you guys are listening to us, the second episode would have aired, but we're still limited to one episode so far. Um, I mean, Albert is... F- unemployed at the moment, got nothing to do. So I'm fully going to assume he hasn't watched any of it. So I'll direct it at Heskiff. Uh, what did you make of episode one? I
1: uh, thought it was really good. thought it was yeah. really good. It is like you have to temper it with the whole sort of pressure on 12 year olds to get a contract renewal, which is mental when you say it out loud. It annoyed me. Like <laughs> not, not not obviously slagging off my boy Dot Brown
2: with the, him narrating it. He did a perfectly good job of narrating it. But the script of the narration was just like, yeah, we get it. They need to sign a contract at the end of this. Like, it doesn't need to be said every, like, 90 seconds in
1: this show. And it's like, sort of at the beginning, they're like, you know, <laughs> it's about looking after the kids and blah, 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 blah. And then, like, every two minutes, the massive graphic came up five weeks till contract decision, like every, (laughs) every scene. Um, Mm. But it was good. Like the three kids that were featuring it were, were all like uh, different characters. I was really pulling for the, the one who's like way shorter than everyone else. He seems, he seems pretty good. There was one who was a bit cocky. Um, You had the sort of like, will the, will Bowler get his contract or not? I thought, I thought the coach come off really well. Um can't remember his name unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, he he, does. He he seems pretty well. Yeah. Seemed really, really good. So I imagine every episode is going to be like a different year group. Mm. So probably the the last episode will be all the eighteens that have now signed pro terms. But yeah, great first episodes. Um seems to have like a lot of good feedback. So looking forward to the next episode for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um sort of give me an insight as a parent
2: now with kids who I'm obviously definitely not going to put on vast amounts of pressure to become footballers (laughs) um I just the sort of you know the dedication that they have to put in to you know make it work for the kids it's not just the kids being able to do it and being able to apply themselves it's the parents just like basically making sure they're where they need to be all the time and you know also you know working jobs and you know to keep the house afloat and so on so yeah um really intriguing watch so that's on channel 4 i think it's on what they call their thing is it 4OD what do they call that streaming thing something like that
3: more 4 no more. all 4
2: all, all 4 4 all 4, all four. one yeah. for all yeah all 4 if you want to um sponsor us you know as you hear at the top of the show it's available <laughs> <laughs> Yes, <laughs> we're talking about your documentary here come on um, yeah so hopefully we'll um, you know that will continue to impress as it goes on and hopefully we'll get to see a few of those kids in the uh, first team in a not too distant future um, another one who came up from the academy and got first team minutes and has since left for an awful lot of money is Aaron Wad-Bissaka Um and Albert, he's being linked with a ten million pound move back to Palace in a lot of the press today. Namely, the Telegraph, who um, launched the story, I think. I mean, do you take him back if it's for ten mil?
3: Uh, I think at that price, I think we have to take him back, don't we? Um, you know, it looks like Patrick Vieira is sort of trying to get back. You know, based on Friday, trying to maybe go five for the back, play three centre halves, and. And more wing backs rather than full backs. Um, Nathaniel Klein did a sterling job, and I, you know, I, I, I'm happy to see him in that wing back position. Joel Ward, I don't think is necessarily at that level, or you know, and he's probably more of an, an option to play, in a, in, in a back three, uh, which means particularly with Nathan Ferguson being injured again, you know, I think we'd we'd be mad to to turn down the the option of getting Wambasaka back for £10 million.
2: Even if it's just for, you know, instead of him having a mural at the academy, you could just stand there.
3: Uh, yeah, absolutely.
2: <laughs> no, I don't, I don't mean, I mean, and that's, I'm, that's me playing devil's advocate and joking there, but there's been a big debate on Twitter around people saying that they don't want him back versus people saying, you're mad, you've forgotten how good he is kind of vibe. Um Where'd you fall, Haskiv? I know he's you know, he's obviously having a crisis of confidence at United and now <clears throat> he's not even making the match day squads or whatever. Um, but
1: how do you feel about 10 million and him coming back? Well, I think not not having a great time at Man United doesn't really reflect on him at the place of graveyard and you know, Wilf had the same treatment and we all know how good he is. Um I'd I'd like him back. I do you know, right back's not a priority but at the same time Nate and Ward are not getting any younger. If we can get him in, I suppose he's going to be on a high wage, so that'll probably be the sticking point, but yeah, if we can if we can get him back on a on a decent wage that doesn't like smash everyone else out of the park, I yeah, I'd love to have him back. I think he should remember how good he was when he first got in the team and then every week just seemed to get better and better and the thought of having a team with him on the right and Mitchell on the left uh is uh, too good to turn down i think i'd so, say yeah i'd i'd love him back
3: don't mm. you think that he's he's where, wherever he goes no one's no one's going to pay him the wages that he's probably on at man united you know it's not it's not like he's going to go to another top 4 club yeah that's a, I mean, sorry, his, that's a another uh, sorry a top 4 club not another <laughs> a top, top 4 club, club. Uh, <laughs> you know he's not going to go to you know real madrid or anything like that so i i, I think he's going to have to take a, a cut in wages wherever he goes and i think that's when again like zaha coming back to coming back to palace it kind of feels like well mm-hmm. unless someone like west ham are going to come in and you know and throw more silly money at him which i don't think they would you know coming back to palace is probably is is a sensible move for him and you know what he's young enough he's still young enough to come back regain his confidence spend two years with us and then uh, you know a top four club might could could still come in for him and you know he could still get another chance at playing you know higher up the league and more you know european football um so i I wouldn't wouldn't worry about the wages necessarily yeah i agree but no
2: i mean i am onto my second beer now one of them was seven percent but we can't just keep adding these quality young players and it doesn't start turning out into us finishing in they, you know putting the European places in trouble like it can't you know, we've got you look at our f- forward options they're incredible we've got two probably the two best center backs outside the top six arguably you had Aaron Wambasaka as a right back um, we've got Tyrell Tyrell Mitchell who's already been called up for England and played a couple of games for England at left back um, Sam Johnson is an England goalkeeper um we've got one of the best talents from Liga and defensive midfielder Sheikh Decore, you know, like all these players that we've had into the squad and the talent we've got going forward and Wilf on top of it, even though he's in the last year of his contract, is sounding super excited in interviews about playing for us and the direction that we're going in. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't you want to come here and play football at the moment, especially when you're in the mud like he is, you know, because social media plays a lot into how Aaron wan is viewed now because... May United fans have just castigated him on Twitter and Instagram and whatever for an entire year now. And, you know, he's, his reputation is in, you know, it's, it's in the pit. So what, just like Wilf, as one of you refer to come back to Palace and that's, you know, let's say you relaunch yourself, you come back to an environment that you was in for years, you're comfortable with, you know, everyone happens for him here. And I think for 10 million, it's an absolute snip, And I think we'd be stupid not to. And, Palace fans who are saying no have just quite simply forgotten how good it was for Palace. And, um, yeah, I'm think i I'm excited about it. I hope it happens, uh, but it remains to be seen. But one that is potentially closer, a um, friend of the pod and sometimes uh, guest presenter on the pod, Carl, was tweeted that it's true, the rumours around Ishmael Assar from um, Albert's Golden Boys.
3: Uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's, it's only about the fourth year we're running this joke for now. Maybe fifth. <laughs> feels
3: feels like more actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, what do you think, Ishmael Assar Yeah, one less car on the road in my yeah. my, my neck of the woods if he goes to Palace. Yeah, it'd be great. Um, no, it's, it's a great. I think it's a great signing. He, you know, he's he's the, he's the sort of player that we like. You know, he's 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 pacey he's tricky he's been one of watford's best players uh, apparently according to friends of mine uh over the last few years and i don't know, it's kind of i sort of bite my tongue a little bit i f- i feel is it, is it is it is it a player that we actually need you know playing devil's advocate uh, are we all right in those sort of wider positions up top i'm of the opinion that you necessarily can't have too much quality and if, you know, we've lost Benteke, so there's technically, a, whilst he's not a similar player to Benteke, you know, there's a, there's a slot in our sort of attacking roster. Um, you know, if Wilf's going to play a little bit more advanced and lead the line, then again, that leaves a sort of a Wilf-shaped hole out wide. And, and Sar would be a great replacement, you know? I think it's, um, again, depending on the price. I think this time last year, there was talk of him, you know, Watford wanting 40, 50 million for him. So if we're anywhere near getting down to half of that, again, I think it's a signing that makes a lot of sense. Mm. Yeah, you found Hesketh or unsure? Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: I haven't seen much of him of late. I saw that he scored his own half a couple of weeks ago, which was pretty good. But he's clearly someone that Dougie likes. You know, we've seen a number of players... That have been linked across windows where Friedman's obviously a fan and has gone back to make sure he's, you know, kept looking at them. Um, you know, he seems to have targets that he does a lot of due diligence on, and Sarr is clearly one that he's very fond of. Um and yeah, I, I mean he's a good player. He's a good player. We he might not be a position that we're desperate to fill at the moment but you never know about injuries or who's going to leave um you know he's only 24 i think still so pretty young so there's a lot of upside on it um and again if the deal's if the deal's good for us then i i can see us doing it um and you say if if, if we were to add him plus a central midfielder whether that's connor or someone else that's about as good a window as you can get i think
3: yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know how, how genuine the, you know, the links were, but you know, you look at there was talk that we were interested in Dwight McNeil, you know, before he went to Everton, and you know, out of Saar and Dwight McNeil, I think I'd, I'd, I'd have gone for Saar, given that choice. So, you know, like I say, it's, it's clearly a position that we've, we think we need, and if, and if SAR's an option, he's already got Premier League experience, you know, hopefully wouldn't take long to settle in. Um, and is and is definitely in that sort of Palace mould of a, of attacking wide players that we like. So yeah, and as you say, if we if we can bolster the the, the middle of the park, it, whether that's Conor Gallagher or other, you know, obviously we're all big fans of Conor Gallagher. You know, if we sit here now and think, you know, in however you know however long we have left is of the window, if we were to sign Wamba Saka, Ishmael Assar, and another midfielder, let's play devil's advocate and say it's Conor Gallagher even on loan. I mean. That's, that's, that's basically the jigsaw puzzle, isn't it? It's almost it's pretty much done.
2: It's going to be the Arsenal defeat that will cost us a title at the end of the season, if that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but no, yeah, I agree. But if, if Monday's anything to go by as well, Zaha playing through the middle as a striker, um, you know, that leaves that left wing slot open, which Sarka slot into.
3: Um, yeah. As could like, Jeffrey Schlapp.
2: <laughs> as could Jeffrey Schlapp as well, yeah. Um, if you want to hear more about Jeffrey Schupp, listen to the match report podcast from the Liverpool game because they talk in depth about Jeffrey Schlapp on there. Um, we'll say on here, good to hear Hambo back after. Um,
3: not going to say it on air,
2: (laughs) cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that that out, cut it out. Um, no, but um, right, let's get into Villa anyway. So Stephen Gerrard's Aston Villa. Big spending since he's been there. Um, been an entertaining fixture in the last few seasons. Uh, mixed bags for both clubs, I imagine, really. Um, there's only one draw in those last six for three wins for Villa, two for Palace. Um because we had that horrendous result of Villa in the during lockdown when when they went down to ten men and we lost, what was it, three 0
1: Yeah. Awful. Yeah. Oh
2: grim, um. And the two 0 loss at Selhurst was it two? or did we? No, we scored late, didn't we? Gave we went back late. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um. So yeah, what? What's your initial thoughts on the trip? Well, no, they're coming to us, aren't they? So We're at Selhurst. Oh, I get to go to a game! Hurrah! Uh, <laughs> yeah, Heskey, what's your thoughts? Um, it's one of those ones that you kind of go into with a bit of optimism, but at the same time, say so you never really know what you're going to get.
1: Yeah, I think they've they've spent a lot of money and they brought in a lot of players who on paper are all pretty good. Obviously, there's the whole thing about how's everyone going to fit in and buying that many players, will it work? Which is obviously a big conversation with someone like Forrest. But I think Villa have... The turnover of players over the last couple of seasons has been massive. I suppose you could say the same about us, so they're probably saying the same thing. Um, But these are the games, you know, we looked at the fixture list and you'd say, and Liverpool, and then Man City are very tough in the opening sort of month. So it's it's the games against Villa and Brentford, I think, coming up that we have to target to get wins. And you know, you've talked about how good our squad looks, all the great young players we've got, and and I completely agree. Um, and you would say that we have to be targeting three points on Saturday. I don't think it's going to be easy. You know, like you say, there's been sort of a real mixed bag of results. With them, I thought we were we were good value at Villa Park last year, and only got a draw. So it's going to be tough. Um, But I think if we are to push on and and not just sort of be a sort of twelfth in the league team, we we have to we have to dispense with teams like Villa. So I'm not going to predict a win, particularly at Salas. Yeah, yeah. You want us to build to build on that um,
2: sort of you know, good home form that Vieira bought last season, especially towards the back end, keeping loads of clean sheets and stuff. You know, it's too too long. There was that myth that Sellers was a fortress, which sort of came over from when Pulis, back when Pulis was our manager, basically, um, when we had a good record at Sellers. But no, it's been, we've been a bit too easy at Sellers for five or six years, and it was just really refreshing to actually have it actually be a tough place to come to. Because when when the team are performing well there and the actual fans, you know, that we know we have and the atmosphere we can build. Um, yeah. You want to, it can be daunting.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, it's pointless to say, it, but it, we, we, I thought we played well against Arsenal for the most part. And I thought we played, we did, we did a very good job against Liverpool, but if you can't turn performances like that against the so-called big teams, the big boys into wins against Villa, then you're, you know, you're not really progressing that much. So, we know we're capable. It's just doing it. after
2: once we lose to Villa and draw with Brentford uh, a week on Tuesday, he's going to be calling for Vieira's head, uh, Albert. Uh, in recent uh, games against us, thought Matty Cash has done a good job for Villa, but he looks like he's um, he's a fitness worry. And if he is out, it's going to be Callum Chambers coming in at fullback for them. Um, you know, a bit like Liverpool having problems at the back and Arsenal having Ben White at full back um it's another thing that we can look at especially with where's Wilf concerned and you know see some joy there
3: yeah absolutely it's you know the onus is on us um whoever plays whoever starts with Villa obviously they're you know they're a decent side they've made sign-ins that you know they splash money on you know expensive Brazilian centre-half you know they're not they're not a team that that they're probably not coming to sell us particularly worried, you know, however they'll have seen the performances we've put in and, and, you know, and we're, and we're capable of giving them a game and, you know, like, like Sam said, it's the, it's the games that we, and I have to stress, I'm doing the inverted comedy. It's the games that we should win at Sellers that are always the ones that we walk away from sort of scratching our head a little bit, you know, not that's certainly been the trend over the last few years. So I think we need to build, you know, like the Arsenal defeat was, you know, we conceded two poor goals, and we you know we we gave them a good run for their money, particularly in the second half. The Liverpool performance has been covered, and anyone who saw it, well, hopefully, anyone who saw it comes away from that feeling, you know, encouraged and positive. And you know, we look like a we look like a unit, we look like a team that's capable of of playing football, defending well, and getting our good players on the ball. So. It kind of feels like the Villa game on Saturday is sort of a, a mini culmination of of the two performances that have gone before it, and I think we really need to impose ourselves on a team that we're capable of imposing ourselves on, and hopefully coming away with three points. You know, like I say, they're not they're not a shit team. They've got a, they've got a decent manager. They've got a decent squad. Uh, there's some real quality in there in players like Catinio. Um, but again, I, I sort of go I, I go along with. Hopefully, not false confidence in the fact that you know, even even if we only nick it one nil, you know, I'd, I'd like to think that we're going to we 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 can turn them over with a bit of momentum that we've gathered in the last two games.
2: Mm. The Brazilian centre back you talk of, of course, is Diego Carlos, who um, he's done his Achilles' second game for Villa, and he's out for six months.
3: Um, oh, never mind. <laughs>
2: I mean, well, no, that we it, come that
3: bit. Yeah, we get it, well, well soon. <laughs>
2: Um, well, we obviously all know what uh, you know. That's a, what an injury that can be, and how much it can slow down recoveries. Um, took Eze best part of a season to get back to the form he's in now. So yeah, really, really big shame for Villa in that sense. But I mean, think- Conso is, is the one who's coming in, so he's no slouch.
3: I, I did. I did feel bad accusing Eze of looking a pit to appear slow on the football pitch, and then remembered that he did. <sighs> Did rupture his Achilles. But I wasn't using it as a bad thing. I was saying it more as of a as a uh, mystical, how does he do it type. Uh, <laughs> new thing.
2: Um, hates Spironi. Uh, thinks that Eze is, is ruined because of his Achilles. Uh, what was the other thing? I'm sure there was one more. Your T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Off the back of that, Albert, a team we should
3: be beating. What's your prediction? Stress the inverted commas. Uh, uh, I've had two beers as well. So I'm going to go double Fruzy, 2-0. Nice. Palace. Wow. has got one one written all over his
2: face.
1: Uh, I was going to say one all. I've had no Fruzy. (laughs) One One
0: all. (laughs)
2: <laughs> um and I'm gonna I'll go one nil. Um I got a draw right. I said draw against Liverpool, I said nil nil. So hopefully that trend will continue with
3: Does it count I said one all just in, in in the group chat about ten minutes before kickoff. Does that does that get me anything? I don't know what I said on the pod.
2: You said two nil Liverpool.
3: Did I? Yeah.
0: Half
3: a point. For one, all in the group chat. What
2: did you say, two nil, Haskif? You said you uh, didn't want to say three nil, so you said two nil. I said two nil,
3: yeah, but in secret I thought. It oh was no, Albert! No. You said six two Palace. Yes, you did. Ah, uh, excuse me. The dice said six <laughs> two Palace. <laughs>
2: yes, indeed, the dice. So, right, I think that will do for this week. Um. We're back normal time next week. I checked it out now. We've got Man City away, so we'll be building you up. to We took three points from that last season, so we've got to be expecting the same this year, I imagine.
1: Albert is doing either an aeroplane or a penguin impression. It's hard to tell.
3: It's an aeroplane. Because you're on holiday. I'm going on holiday, boys. You. <laughs> an actual holiday, not a work trip, actual holiday.
0: Well, I
2: must say I'm shocked. I'm, I'm, in, I'm, in a, I'm in a deep state of shock.
3: Where are you going? Spain. I'll take the microphone with me. Let's see what happens.
2: <laughs> no, we can find someone to cover, I'm sure. Um, approaching the back end of the transfer window, Cole Davies, I'm looking at you. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll drop him a message and see what insights we can get from him. And then, if you can join, you yeah. can join. If not... Yeah. What's his
3: Roy Hodgson impression like? (laughs) Um,
2: I don't know. I've never got it out of him. If he comes on, we'll try and get it out of him. Um, So I'll I'll seek that out, listeners, and see if we can get any juicy gossip from the man himself. Um, The match report will be done on uh, Sunday, so probably in your ears by Sunday night, but definitely for your commute on Monday. And uh, say we'll be back in years next Thursday.
1: Yes.
0: Hesk you, Hesk may even,
1: you may even get a mini review of Oxford Away. Uh. Which you are going to. New
2: stadium for you. Which I am going to. New stadium Once, for me. Especially now you've downloaded your
1: footology app. Footballology. Yeah. As alluded to earlier by Albert, I have been trying to log all the games that I've been go- that I've gone to by looking at all my programs, and I am a neurotic mess because I'm missing six already. You're missing six programs. Yeah, and I've only gone from 2022 to 2011. Mm. Unacceptable. See, I've I had
2: a stab at this, um, and I haven't finished it yet. But I've, I'm up to
1: 601 games, but I haven't quite finished it yet. I've got another 20 years to log. This is how I spend. I've taken the week off work and this is how I spend it. I think I need to go and lie down. Yeah. See, I haven't
2: done anything between 2001, 2008 because I wasn't really going. So I can't really remember what I went to and what I didn't. But I know I was probably going to 10 games a season. It's just remembering what they were. And all the programs are at me old days. So I need to find them. <laughs> and log it properly but 601 games Jesus 608 608 matches I'd have
1: predicted a defeat in all of them
2: <laughs> well the last one I've registered on there is Palace Free Arsenal nil. so I'm not even up to date in the latest ones there you go uh, right yeah so thanks for listening thanks guys for um, sharing your thoughts with us and thank you to Samantha for, for producing and providing the clips for us this week and We'll be back in your ears next week. And until then, up the palace.
0: It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply.
3: And they partner with factories that
0: prioritize
3: safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.